0: We're going to be looking at a familiar story found in Judges, the sixth chapter. Judges, the sixth chapter this morning. And we want to begin this morning at the 11th verse. Judges, the sixth chapter, beginning at the 11th verse. When you have it, would you just say amen? Amen. Amen. And the reading of the word of the Lord reads like this. It says, And there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak which was in Ophrah that pertained unto Joash the Abizarite. And the son of Gideon threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all of this befallen us and where be all his miracles which our fathers told us saying did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt but now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hand of the Midianites and the Lord looked upon him and said go in this night that thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites have I not sent thee He said unto them, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely, look at somebody, say surely. Yeah. Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. I would that we would go back and take a look at that 16th verse where we want to pull our subject this morning. It says, And the Lord said unto him, Surely... I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. Would you look at a neighbor and just repeat our subject for this morning. Say, neighbor. You can take it. You got to look at them and say with some more confidence than that. I want you to know if nothing else preaches to you, the title ought to preach to you all by itself. Look at your neighbor and encourage them this morning and say, neighbor. You can take it. You can take it. You can, you can take it. Put your hands together. Give God praise. That's what we want to discuss and be reminded of this morning that we can, we can, we can, we can take it. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, one of the earliest life lessons and one of my favorite sayings of all time is don't judge a book by its cover. Y'all know it already, all right. It's, it, it's a metaphorical phrase that suggests that we shouldn't base the value the worth or capability of something or somebody simply based off of what we can evidently see about them at a present time. The truth of the matter is that we have all had the tendency at one point or another to fall prey to what we perceive based on what is presented before us. We live in a world now where there are filters and covers all around us. There are filters and covers on our jobs. There are filters and covers in our schools. There are filters and covers on social media platforms and businesses, and if we be real honest about it, this morning there are even filters and covers sometimes found in the church. Y'all not talking back to me. And what a cover does is that it gives a very limited or even false perspective of the true potential that lies underneath the surface of things. And if we aren't careful about the perspective that we have or hold about people, places, situations, or even about our very own selves, we will marginalize the potential of what is available to us rather than maximize the opportunities that we have for discovery. In other words, uh, we'll stay doing, living, and functioning how we always have been rather than moving forward into what is next or greater for our lives. I come this morning to let you know that we cannot stop at the cover of what we see but we gotta keep flipping some pages so that we can find the true potential that lies underneath the surface I dare somebody in here look at your neighbor and just say neighbor I've got potential I've got potential I've got potential I've got potential I like the way that uh, prophet Google said it uh, Google said that potential is having or showing the capacity to become or to develop into something in the future Potential means that though it may not be obvious at a first glance, there's something down on the inside that is yet to be seen or discovered. It means that way back on the shelf of every life underneath the sound of my voice, there is something that is of great value. It may not be seen because of everything that may be obstructing it right now, but I want you to look at a neighbor and tell them this morning it's in there, it's in there, it's... It's in there, it's in there, it's in there, it's in there. I had to learn that the very assignment of the enemy is to, to marginalize the perspective of our true potential. It's his plan to magnify everything that you came from. It's his plan to magnify everything that you did wrong in your past. It's his plan to magnify everything that you don't have to overshadow what God has put down inside of you. For the enemy comes not to bring you coffee and donuts. Well, he may if you allow him to have uh, audience with your perspective. I had to learn that there are some people who when we gather around them, they're not there necessarily to help your perspective. Oh, y'all not talking back to me there. There are some people that some of the tables we arrive at, they have alternative agendas. People aren't always there to bring the surface the very potential you carry but rather are there to cause you to adopt the very abilities that are down inside of you. If you don't believe me you ought to go back and ask David. David, uh, you understood that there was a problem in Israel. You saw that Gideon was mocking the very called people of God and you decided that you wanted to stand up and do something about it. But when you're trying to stand up and do something about it you heard King Saul, somebody that was of reputation, somebody that was of stature, somebody that was seemingly important look at you and say you can't go against the Philistine you're just a youth you're not qualified you don't have the experience you haven't been in war before you don't have what it takes you have to learn that every table that you see prepared before you is not necessarily there to nourish you I wish I had a church back and taught back to me. Uh, I had to learn very early on in life that you have to learn how to to love folk, smile, and discern. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to learn how to love folk, smile, and discern to protect your own perspective. Tell somebody here, protect your perspective. Protect your perspective. Protect your perspective. That's not the message this morning. I just want to make sure. That's your own God, for the enemy comes not to steal, kill, and destroy. He understands that as long as you stand robbed blind of who you really are, you'll never tap in to what you've really been purposed to do. Speaking of blind folk, if I could just be myself this morning, is that all right, church? Uh, Some of my friends like to bully me sometimes because they don't understand that I have a Bartimaeus anointing. They, they don't really understand it because they see I have glasses on my face. You know, some of them like to say that they can see way better than I can see, but they don't understand. Sometimes I can hear better than they can hear. Because when one sense is weak and the other ones are stronger. And so anyway, 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 I, they like to say that I'm disabled and all that other stuff. And I, I don't like to always agree with them because if it was true, I wouldn't have to walk so far when I park at Walmart, you know, because I would have one of those little blue stickers that would allow me to get some more expedient access to the groceries, you know. Anyway, um, um, uh, and so recently, recently I was, I was at Disney World and, I was there after many, many years, seeing all the different sites, seeing things that they had changed and me and my family, we wanted to go on one of the more popular rides called Space Mountain, some of y'all may know it, and so we wanted to go on there on Space Mountain, but as you know, down in Florida, it's real sunny and hot, and um, you know, I was walking around with my sunglasses. And so as we got ready to go into the ride called Space Mountain, there was all kinds of futuristic music and all kinds of galactic music. And as we walked into the ride, it began to get darker and darker and darker the further that we went in. And the deeper I walked on the line, the less I was able to see because I understood that the atmosphere was changing little by little. And so one of my very good friends said, Brett, the reason why you can't see is because you're still wearing your sunglasses from outside, inside. Now, I I want you to understand that I wasn't only traveling with my pair of sunglasses. I did have my regular glasses in my backpack. It's just that they weren't on my face and they weren't there to help assist me move forward to where it was I'm trying to go. Y'all got to help me preach in here. It wasn't that I didn't have the capability to see in my book bag. It wasn't that I didn't have the potential to keep walking forward onto the ride. What I didn't have in that moment, in that place, and in that time was the right perspective. Isn't it funny how our view and perspective can change with the atmosphere and with the climate that we find ourselves immersed in? One moment our families are secure because of the finances that we're bringing in, and the next moment there's a global pandemic. One moment we have somebody to confide in and have companionship, and suddenly they're taken from us. One moment we're in the gym pumping iron and looking the best that we've ever looked in our lives, and the next moment we're in hospital beds trying to figure out if we're going to make it out. And just that quickly, Because the light in the room of our eyes, hearts, and minds grow dim, we sometimes lose sight of the potential that we walk around carrying. What do you do when all you can see is filtered out of the darkness of your present situation? What happens when you don't have enough strength to flip past the cover of your present story? And how do you go on when all you know is what you see about yourself in this present moment? Today in the text we find chronicled in the history of Israel the story of a man who has found himself caught staring no further than the cover of his present circumstance. It's in the book of Judges that we find ancient Israel after coming out of the land of Egypt being led by Joshua to conquer the land that has been promised to them. That after Joshua the successor of Moses dies the Bible declares that there arose another generation. Somebody say another generation. (laughs) that knew not God nor the works which he had done for Israel. And the Bible declares that because they didn't know who God was, they went a-whoring after other gods. Can I parenthetically say that a lot of the reason why it seems some of what the church is doing now is so often powerless is because we stopped talking and teaching about what God did back then and what he still requires today. We don't want to seem old and antiquated. We don't want to make sure that we fit the trends. We want to make sure that our numbers on Facebook and YouTube are sky high. We want to make sure that our church has standing room only and for the sake of building a following we will dilute and dismiss the doctrines and the truth of God and because of that the people gather in rooms week after week in and out of experience without seeing God's transformative presence people become religious having knowledge like the Pharisees but not having the experience but I've got news for the church of this day God is not coming back for a quantity church. He's coming back for a quality church. Y'all not talking back to me. My Bible tells me that he's coming back for a church without a spot or a wrinkle. I feel like preaching in here this morning. And if we don't use the testimonies and the teachings of God to iron out and prepare the church, they won't know who God is and who he is not they'll find themselves, just like Israel in the text, repeating the history of cycles and situations. And so God decided he would raise up leaders in Israel and call them judges to rule over Israel while they were in these cycles of going after other gods. And in the sixth chapter of Judges, we find that Israel had once again disobeyed God, as they'd commonly been known to do, and were given into the hand of their oppressor, the Midianites while they were in the hand of the midianites the bible declares that they got comfortable in the land of their oppression they made dens in the mountains and in the caves and in the strongholds and after settling into their oppression the bible says that the midianites hooked up with some other enemies you do know your enemies will hook up with other people don't you yeah yeah you, you you do know that they that they have an allegiance one with another to stop you to hinder you the bible says that they hooked up with some of the Amalekites and some of the children of the east and they destroyed everything that the children of Israel had sown in the midst of their oppression. Can I tell you this morning, can I tell you that even though you're in a land or in a space or in a position where you must have messed up or you did mess up, it does not mean that you ought to get comfortable in the mess. Sometimes when we're staring out the filter of the mess, we begin to sit and sow and grow into the very problems that we find ourselves in. But I came to remind you this morning that that not ought be the case for the believer. My Bible tells me that a just man falls seven times, but he rises again. I like the way that the songwriter said that he said that we fall down. But you understand that after the falling, there has to be a getting back up. Look at your neighbor this morning and say, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. I know you went off course, but you have to get back up now. Um, you know that you may misunderstood what you were supposed to do, but you gotta get back up now. I know you didn't nail it the first time that you tried, but you have to get back up now. What you did is not who you are. You have to get up, you have to get up. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, get up get up I'm almost through here Uh, how preacher do I get up after I'm stuck in the rubble of my mess how do I get up when I can't see past where I am right now I'm so glad that you asked because the Bible has answers this morning Israel shows us the first step to what you do when you find yourself stuck in the sixth chapter and in the sixth verse The Bible declares, and Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. Look at somebody in here and say, neighbor, you got to remember you can cry unto the Lord. You got to understand that even in your mess, you can cry unto the Lord. David said, like this, this poor man cried. And the Lord delivered him out of all of his troubles and so When they cried, God sent help in the form of a man named Gideon. I'm preaching my text now. I'm getting to it now. Uh, Gideon's name means destroyer. Gideon's name means mighty warrior. But because of the circumstances that were surrounding him and because of the cover of the situation he saw, he wasn't acting like his identity. You ought to be reminded this morning that you do have an identity. You ought to be reminded this morning that you are not what you see around you. You ought to be reminded this morning that God did call you with a holy calling and that you are not the the, the culmination of everything that you're going through but you have an identity that surpasses everything that you're going through you gotta understand this morning that you're still a child of God no matter where you find yourself no matter what situations you may be surrounded by you're still a child of God it doesn't matter what dirt you stumble down into you're still a child of God you may not understand why everything is going on the way that it is in your life but you're still a child of God and so Gideon was called to conquer, but he wasn't acting like his identity. He was hiding and just trying to get by rather than to conquer. So in the text, we find him threshing wheat in a place where nobody would suspect he would be able to to hide from the Midianites his oppressor. What is threshing? I'm so glad y'all asked. I got a good class in here this morning. Uh, Threshing is what they would do in agriculture when they would separate the wheat from the chaff. To thresh and receive grain, you would have to beat and crush the stalks underneath your feet. Y'all missed it altogether. I wish I had somebody that would be able to pick. I said, in order to receive the nourishment from what the stalks possessed, you would have to beat or crush the stalks to get the grain. While we find Gideon using his warrior strength to crush one thing, he doesn't realize that he is also having the potential and calling inside of him to crush what is crushing Israel. Oh, I wish I had somebody in here. Can I insert parenthetically? You think that you're just supposed to get by week to week paying your rent, but you don't understand you're supposed to destroy poverty over your family. You think you're supposed to get over one little back ailment that you're feeling in this present day, but you don't understand that your whole body is supposed to be healed. You have to understand this morning that... You were called to crush it. You were called to crush generational curses, called to crush problems in your marriages, called to crush issues in society. look at somebody in here this morning and say, neighbor, I was called to crush it. I wasn't called to be subjugated. I wasn't called to be overtaken. I wasn't called to be overruled, but I have an authority that's down inside of me that says that I can take everything that comes to try and take me. Y'all not talking back to me in here. Look at somebody say, neighbor, crush it, crush it, crush it, crush it. Crush it! I'm trying to hurry to my clothes. but I want you to understand this morning, you got the potential to crush it. Yeah, uh, you have the, the potential to crush it. Gideon is crushing, and the angel of the Lord appears to him and says, The Lord is with you, thou mighty man of valor. But that's not how I feel right now. Don't don't you see that everything that we had was taken by the Midianites, the Amalekites, and the children of the East? I, 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 I don't feel like I was called to overtake. I know that you may feel oppressed, the angel says, but you're a mighty man of valor. I know you may not feel like it right now, but you're a mighty man of valor. You may have an obscure perspective of who you are, Gideon, but I'm here to tell you that You're a mighty man of valor. I want you to understand this morning that God has a way of changing your very prescription. God has a way of augmenting how you see things and how you see yourself. God has a way of shifting what it is you have your mind set on and magnified against to see what it is he sees down inside of you. I want you to understand this morning that You have to stop rehearsing your mistakes. You have to stop rehearsing your failures. You have to stop rehearsing what you don't have. You you have the wrong perspective. You have the wrong perspective. There's more potential down inside of you than you know. The Bible declares that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Gideon, you're getting ready to save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Whenever God speaks like this to us, we oftentimes begin to feel insecure. When we feel insecure, we're in this place of ambiguity, and one of the first things we want to ask God is, how, Lord? The Bible says that Gideon asked the question and said, how, Lord? My family is poor in Manasseh, and we are the least In my father's house. I feel like closing now. And the Lord said. Surely. I wish you would look at somebody here and say surely. Uh, Surely is a word of guarantee. Surely is a word of confidence. Surely is a promise. The Bible says that. The Lord said, surely I'll be with you. I want you to understand this morning that God is reminding you that he will be with you. Surely I will be with you. And you're going to smite the Midianites as one man. Look at your neighbor as I take my seat and begin to ride the bus and say, neighbor, you can take it. Y'all not talking back in here like you really believe it. I said, look at your neighbor, and say, neighbor, you can take it. I don't have to know what the problem is, neighbor, and I don't have to know how long you've been down there, but I want you to understand this morning that uh, you can take it. Uh, All I can tell you is that it may seem unfair. but you can take it you may not understand why why it is all of this distress has befallen you in your life but I want you to know that you can take it how do I know that I can take it right now because God said surely I'll be you, I remember the Bible saying we may be troubled on every side but we're not distressed we may be perplexed but we're not in despair we may find ourselves persecuted but not forsaken cast down but not destroyed and I stopped by perfecting faith this morning to ask somebody the question uh, whose report will you believe Her uh, I want you to understand this morning uh, that there's only one report that you should rely on uh, when it seems that the filter of your life uh, has grown dark and dim uh, there's only one filter that you should rely on uh, when people want to turn their back on you uh, there's only one filter that you should rely on uh, when it seems that you can't see what's down inside of you uh, for it does not yet appear what we shall be but we understand in a moment we shall be just like him look at somebody in here and say neighbor I've got potential I know you don't see it now. Huh? And I know I don't look like I can take this test. Huh? But I want you to understand huh? that I have potential. Huh? God has invested himself down inside of me. Huh? He's given me the Holy Spirit. Huh? He's given me what will give me operation huh? through every single moment of my daily life. Huh? I've got the potential huh? to be able to overcome every obstacle huh? that comes in my way. Huh? I've got power to tread upon serpents and the scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and I understand today because he's with me. Surely surely I shall be alright. Surely I'm gonna make it. Surely he's on my side. If God be for me, who is it that can be against me? I don't care about the wicked. I don't care about my enemy. I don't care about my foe. I don't care about those that plot against me. I understand this morning that I'm able to take it. God has brought me too far to leave me right now. He's seen me through too many dangers. seen me through too many trials he's seen me through too many obstacles to leave me where I am God is still on my side come here Israel you're found in cycles this morning and I know that you turn your back on God I know that you walked away from him but I'm so grateful this morning that the Bible says if my people who are called by my name and pray. We gotta get back to a church that knows how to cry out to God. God I'm in distress. God I'm in trouble. And I need your help. I can't do it by myself. You said that I'm able you with me God I need you to walk alongside me I need you to show me how to overtake the enemy I need the right strategies I heard my pastor last week say that I'm a walking warrior does anybody in here know that you're a walking warrior the word last week was a word of identity the word last week was a word of confirmation that you are not the weakness that you sit in you are not The problems that you're stuck in, but you're a walking warrior, he's giving you everything you need. He's equipped you. Huh? He's put it down inside of you, huh? and I just believe huh? that I'm tired now. Pastor West, of being taken over by the enemy. Huh? I gotta pull out my spiritual weapons. Huh? I gotta understand that God has given me huh? authority over every single demon, huh? over every single scorpion, huh? over every single issue. Huh? I understand this morning. Huh? I feel the anointing in here. Huh? That I have the power. Huh? To dismiss the enemy, I have the power to speak against the enemy. When the enemy says that I'm sick by his stripes, I'm healed. When the enemy says that I'm not gonna have enough. The Bible declares huh, that he'll make me a lender huh, and not a borrower. Huh. I understand where the enemy says huh, that you're going to be stuck here forever. Huh. The Bible declares huh, that weeping may endure a night. Huh, but my joy, huh, but my joy, huh, but my joy, huh, it's coming in the morning. Huh. I can take it. Huh. I can stand in it. Huh. I can stand through the fire. Huh. I can stand in the rain, huh? I can stand in the oppression, huh? I can stand in the criticism, huh? I can stand in the obscurity, huh? God will be my helper. Huh? I tell you look at about two people huh? and say, neighbor, huh? God's gonna be your helper. Huh? You can take it, huh? you can make it. Huh? I don't know what you came in here with, huh? but I want you to understand, huh? you can take it this is the day that your perspective begins to shift you're not gonna see yourself as you saw yourself when you walked in here this morning you're a king's child you're a king's child you've got authority son of the most high God God stand up Get up out of your rubble Get up out of your oppression Get up out of your sickness God has more for you You gotta keep on walking He's gonna show you as you go Look at your neighbor in here And say neighbor You can take it You can take it You can take it You can take it Somebody give God you can, yes you can, yes you can. I speak against the lie of the enemy that comes to lasso your thoughts. I speak against the lie of the enemy that comes to break your heart. I speak against the lie of the enemy that comes to shackle your feet. I come to declare in the house you can make it you can make it if you keep on walking the just we live by faith that means whatever God said it has to come to pass it's the very choice of the believer to believe what God has said if you believe what God has said concerning your life I dare you praise him praise him now show him that you're confident show him that you believe him Show him that you expect huh? show him that you know he's with you, huh? show him. And I just believe that while we praise in the middle of our situation, while we praise in the middle of our circumstance, God is working it out, God is turning it around, God is turning it around, God is turning it around. God is working it out Things that you cannot see Things that you don't understand God is working it out For your family For your children For your business For your marriage For your future For your destiny All things I said all work together. Everybody's standing. I'm finished. If you didn't shout by now, you should be shouting. Look at somebody on your own. Point that center five finger. Tell them you can take it. You can take it. You can take it. Dial, I don't know what it is, but you you can take it. You can take it. You can take it. You can, you're a walking warrior. You can take it. Everybody stand up. Yes, Lord, I know that I can take it. Feel strength in the room. Just look at somebody and say name. He's still with you. I know it doesn't look like it. I know it doesn't feel like it. But he's still with you. He's never left you. He's never forsaken you. It doesn't matter what it look like. He's still with you. Everybody give God Praise. Sometimes, because we find ourselves hidden behind the cover of situations and problems, we have the tendency to make our own judgments that that's where we're going to remain. Sometimes we 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 result and resolve to to where it is that we're found, and we don't understand that before the very foundations of the world, God had charted your path. He said to Jeremiah, even while Israel was in the middle of their oppression, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. They're thoughts of peace and not of evil. They're thoughts and hopes to give you an expected And But Israel, you're disobedient right now. Israel, you've turned your back on me. Ah. But I know the thoughts that I think towards you. This isn't the end of your story, Israel. There's a savior that's coming. There's a savior that's been prepared. There's a savior. And so even as God raised up Gideon and gave him what seemed like an impossible army. Y'all keep reading the story of Gideon. Gave him what seemed to be insurmountable. The army that they had was, was, was much less than the army of the Midianites but he said surely and and we have to learn how to stand on God surely that when he gives us a promise when he gives us his affirmation when he gives us his assurance nothing else can take the place of the Word of God in our lives surely I will be with you you read the story the Bible says that Gideon Overtook those Midianites. And after that, there were 40 years of peace because the Lord was with him. And I want to declare to you today that you are able to take it. You are able to make it. There is no situation, there's no circumstance that you can find yourself in this morning that God has not already made a way of escape that God has not already made a way of escape. And this morning, I'm so glad, I'm so privileged that I can tell you that the answer is Jesus. That while you were lost in your sins, while you were found in your brokenness The Bible declares that while we were yet sinners, He came and He died for every single one of us While we didn't understand what was going on in our own dysfunctions His love and His compassion said, I understand that I was tempted and tried in every single area just as you are And I understand what you're going through, I'm willing to change your perspective about yourself I'm willing to switch your glasses this morning with every single head bowed and every eye closed in this house I feel this is the moment right here where God is getting ready to to shift the life to shift the perspective off of their current situation off of their current state back into the loving perspective that the father has for them and so if there's anybody in this house under the sound of my voice that says Brett I've been operating with the wrong perspective. I've been operating with the wrong perspective. It just seems so dark in my life. I can't even begin to see the very next day, the very next moment, the very next second of my life. I need somebody to help change my prescription. With every single head bowed and every eye closed in this house, if this is you this morning, and you want to get to know Jesus who is the great physician he's the great physician he's he's the great physician if you want to come to know this loving Jesus today he stands ready with open arms and an open heart to receive you just as you are there's nothing that you could do there's nothing that you could do that would separate him from loving you and so in this moment if there's one under the sound of my voice that says I want to get to know this Jesus I need To know this Jesus would you just raise that hand ever so lightly nobody is looking nobody is watching God bless you God bless you if if there's anybody in this moment that says I need Jesus in my life in my heart raise those hands you may be watching by live stream this morning hallelujah you may be watching by live stream this morning and you may also find yourself with an obscured vision just as the ministers are doing even with that brother right there hallelujah to God come on somebody give God praise hallelujah we thank God for what he's doing and he's changing it today and he's changing it today and he's changing it today just as those that are watching by livestream you may find yourself with obscured vision and you need the Lord to change your perspective you need to know that you can take it you can stand with him we're gonna pray all together is that alright here family Hallelujah. With every single head bowed, every eye closed, repeat after me. Say, Father, I need you in my life. Change my perspective about how I see myself. I am not a sinner. I am your child. So wash me, cleanse me from all of my unrighteousness. I want to be new, I want to be in a relationship with you And so, Father, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray right now that those that have made this their confession of faith, Lord, that you are standing ready and right, waiting to meet them, Lord God, at the very point of their need. Lord, I thank you that you said that whoever would come to you, you wouldn't cast them out, Lord. I thank you, Father God, that you're changing lives, that you're shifting stories, Lord God, that you're molding perspectives right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, even to the saving of the very soul, Lord God, the devil has no power today. We render him powerless. We snatch his authority. You have no authority, Satan, but we declare today that we will be put back in the right perspective, that we are the children, the sons, and the daughters of the most high God. And so, Father, right now, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would save these, Lord God, that have called out to you, Father God. I pray, Lord God, that you would do as you said in your word, Father. You said, Lord God, that if any man be born again in Christ, Lord God, he would be a new creature. All things will be passed away, and behold, all things would become new. Father, thank you. Giving them Lord God this wonderful gift of salvation we pray that you would baptize them Lord God in your name Lord and let them receive the gift of the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus Christ now I want every blood-washed believer open up your mouth and give God praise for those that have come back into the fold back into the family those that have had an operation this morning those that were reminded that they can take it they can take it that they're not by themselves Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. I love you perfecting. God bless you. You can take it. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you can take it. You can take it. God bless you.